Sports Talk right now with Max Reinhardson. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Well, Lottie freaking God! Good morning, sports freaks. Welcome to Sports Talk Right Now. I'm Max Reinhardson. I probably should have said good afternoon, sports freaks, but you know, who knows who cares when these when these really when these come out, but I am recording a little bit on the later side today. Uh, you know, had some had some had some things had some things to do and got them done. I'll say that. Um but let's, uh, all right, let's, let's, uh, oh, it's Tuesday, no, it's Wednesday, oh my god, see, this is what happens, folks, this is what happens when I'm not zoned in, um, it's Wednesday, November 29th, okay, that means that, I mean, November's almost damn, damn done, um, we got one more day, because 30 days, what is it, 30 days has November, okay, April, uh, April, June, and, uh, September, right, all the rest of 31, except for February, See, ugh, why, why? The months, the, the, each month, here's my, here's my, here's what I propose. I'm going to get my calculator, get my calculator out for this as well. If there's 365 days in a year, right? And I'm not talking about leap years. I don't even know what that means. I don't even, how does that even make any sense, right? I don't, I don't, I'm not a meteorologist or a, you know, uh, calendar scientist. Well, what are those called? I don't know. But so if there's 365 days in a year and there's 12 months, which just feels, you know, pretty arbitrary regardless, but let's go with what we got, which is 365 days in a year, 12 years, 12 months in a year. So if every month had 30 days even, that's like straight up, like, right? Every, every single month had 30 no matter what. Um, then we would have, that would be 360 days, which would give us five days all in one little period to, to just kind of just to do nothing. Like we, we, we name it like something, you know, you know, uh, chill, chill, chill Vember or, or, uh, 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 breathuary you know or just where everyone just gets five days to reset and you can pick it you can be whenever you want in the year it can be end of the december it can be in the middle of the summer it can be whatever you want but we have a five day period where nobody works nobody lifts a finger nobody does nothing right and everyone just just breathes and then we go into the next month with a 30 days every month has 30 days that's my that's my my proposition okay love it or leave it take it take it or leave it um so yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. So let's let's get into. I know we obviously have some uh, classes in uh, almost in session, folks. We're gonna do some more uh, course work. Uh, but first, let's listen to a little voicemail from. Uh, well, you'll see. Uh, yeah. Hi, uh, Max. It's uh, Randall from Philly. Uh, I was a little surprised there. I didn't get any uh, uh, phone rings or anything. So that's a good call. Uh, anyway. Um, I was, I've been so busy. I got really uh, pumped up after that last game, 37 to 34, with the uh, Eagles. That was pretty good, and I'm really, really looking forward to Sunday, where they, where the Phillies are going to play the, not the Phillies, the, the Eagles. <laughs> I'm getting mixed up once in a while. Um, they're all the same to me. Uh, anyway, 
they play um, the, the Eagles play the uh, uh, San Francisco on Sunday at four, so that ought to be fun. So I uh, go out and stock up on things. But I did want to let you know that I've been getting out. I'm sorry, not haven't called in yet or recently. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, I, uh, my friend Frankie has actually encouraged me to get some exercise, and, and now you see he spent a few days teaching me how to skip. So I've been skipping around the around my block. It's quite invigorating. Uh, I look kind of funny because I'm not very good at it, but I think skipping is the way to go. Uh, anyway, uh, have a good day, and I'll, uh, I'll check in again. I hope you're well. It sounds like you're doing doing okay. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. Wow, we thank you, Randall from Philadelphia, coming in hot as always. Um, yeah, the game, right, the, uh, the 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 37, the Eagles and the Phillies, and everyone's playing all the time. It's very exciting. Um, and, yeah, we got uh, San Francisco coming up at 4 o'clock on s- this coming Sunday, um, which is very, uh, very exciting. I know I'll be tuning in uh, more than ever now with the with my little blunder with the World Series, kind of big mistake I made there. I will be certainly be much better about tuning in to every part uh, <clears throat> of every game. Uh, and then, yeah, so wow, you're, 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 Randall's learning how to, how to skip, I guess, uh, that's a new development, uh, 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 which I, you know, I think is great. I think obviously exercise is incredibly important. Oops. And, and I, you know, I certainly don't exercise as much as I, as I should, you know, I really, I, I've spent so much time talking about and thinking about and reading about sports that I, I, you know, sometimes I, me to remind myself that I got to get out there and, and play, you know, play some ball, exercise the old body. Uh, but, but Randall looks like you found a little exercise of, uh, for your very own, which is skipping around the, your block, which I think, uh, is, uh, great, right? I mean, why not? Um, how, I, I guess I don't really know. I, I can, uh, be honest, I can guess kind of an age range of where you, of, of how old you are, but, but I can't say that I I've, 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 I know for sure. I don't think you've you've said that in an, uh, in a voicemail. Why would you? Um, but how, yeah, I wonder how old of a of a guy you are. Because um, skipping can be a tricky. I mean, you know, obviously children, babies, uh, you know, skip around, and and a lot of skipping in schools, elementary schools, right? But you don't see a lot of seniors, senior citizens, uh, senior citizens skipping. Um, so it's all power to you, especially if you're if you're up there in, in years. I, I I commend you uh, very much, and and the only way to get better is to keep doing it. So you get better. Um, so yeah, wow, it's it's that's I think that's great. Um, keep keep skipping away, but also make sure you're you know maybe wearing some pads, knee pads, elbow pads, or something, you know, in case you do fall down. Because and tie your shoes as well. Oh, okay, so let's. Uh, Folks, we got uh, we got you know our our big uh, our big course. We are taking a play by play announcing course at uh, through the NF NFHS uh, organization, learning organization uh, for mostly high school students, but also coaches and parents and officials. And I you know I certainly think I fall directly right into that uh, category. So we started the course yesterday. We did the first two units. Uh, and now we're going to go into the third unit, which is preparation. Um, so the first video here is called Being Prepared. A good place-
play-by-play announcer does more than just arrive early and study the roster the day of the game. Okay. Many professionals describe game day as test day. Ooh. Makes sense. Perfect analogy. Next. Oh. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. A good play by oh, play boy. Does more than oh, hold on. Okay, we gotta... We gotta watch it again. My, the browser reloaded, and... Uh, I, 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 I had to reload, and it just started playing again. And it won't let me skip ahead, because it doesn't think I did it yet. So we have to listen to it again. Okay, next... Many announcers will build a spotting board uh, or cheat sheet, like the ones included in the resources section. Ooh, definitely we'll make sure to check that out. Uh, these charts include biographical information, statistical notes, and coach notes or anecdotes. These details help to fully develop the players or characters in your game or story. <laughs> Many major league announcers have said, if you can call a high-quality high school event, you can call a major league game. That's what I'm talking about, dude. This is because stats and human interest stories are exceedingly more difficult to find and develop at the high school level compared to the major league level. Love that. Got that. Definitely going to go take a peek at those resources. The most effective way to prepare Tell for me. a high school event Tell me. is by talking directly to a coach or athletic director. Right. Ask to speak with the coaches beforehand about their season, their players, their program, their pronunciations, their personal careers, etc. Keep in mind... That stats are a luxury, not a necessity. In fact, many times in play, that's good. Play, less stats and more stories lead to a better final product. Oh. Humanize the player. Ah. The audience can more easily relate to an anecdote rather than a statistic. That's very interesting. See, I feel like I I'm full of anecdotes. I feel like I am the per. Wow. Okay, this is certainly not discouraging me. I'll tell you that much. Uh, says, gathering the right supplies. Other ways your preparation can help you is by gathering the right supplies. Pencils, pens, highlighters, scotch tape, scorecards can help you track the action and identify trends as the game unfolds. Binoculars can assist in the event of an injury that's on the far end of the playing surface. A rule book can help you explain a complex or uncommonly enforced rule. A portable light can illuminate your rosters, spotting boards, or stat sheets if your position is dimly lit. Yes, love that. Writing all of this down. A laptop can help you research other relevant scores, check the upcoming forecast, or quickly look, look up harder, per, per, other pertinent information. Parentheses, do not hesitate to bring an extension cord because you never know how close the nearest pow power outlet might be. I for sure get that. Play-by-play -play announcers should be prepared to... Oh, Unit 4. This is Unit 4. This is developing team chemistry. Uh, so this is uh, working with an analyst or reporter. That's right. The best play-by-play -play announcers make others around them better, especially their on-air partner. Mm -hmm. So, how do you do that? It's important to build a relationship with your on-air partners before game day. If you know you're going to be working with them days in advance, reach out and call them. Ask them about their playing career, their ties to the program or sport, or their favorite memories as a player or coach. Nice. Ask them about their current career present hobbies, and interests beyond the game. Mm -hmm. Get to know them. 
One of the greatest compliments an on-air duo Tell or trio can receive is okay. when the viewer says, it sounds like they're friends off the air. Yes. That is really, really good. That's really good. I just want to be friends with everybody, dude. That's like... When it comes to working with an analyst, it's important to address a few topics before going on the air. Ask them what they're comfortable talking about on the air. Sure, no what weird stuff. Greatest area of expertise. I thought you say, what's our greatest fear? Subjects or questions they're not right. Yes, weird little Even kinks. If you don't meet them until game day, you can still ask them these questions before going on the air. Yes. Engage with them non-verbally on the air. Huh? Don't be afraid to make eye contact or nod your head as your analyst makes a point. Uh-huh. You may not be on camera. But it tells your analysts that you are listening to what they have to say. Yep, 100%. 100%. communication is a key part of our everyday lives. Sure. And it's no different on the air. Okay. You know what? You're, you're, they're absolutely right. Uh, it's, uh, also, use your commercial breaks, if you have them, to your advantage. If you go to a commercial break, ask your analysts what they're seeing. That's huge. Definitely going to be asking every time. That's a great tip. You definitely want to ask the analyst what they're seeing. Just so you can make sure that you're doing it, you know, seeing the same things. Uh, what is the biggest storyline in the game? Great, another great question. Therefore, when you could return from commercial, you can lead them to that idea or observation with a more direct question rather than a generic one, such as, what are you seeing in the game so far today? Right. Makes a lot of sense. Specific. You gotta be specific. On the other hand, uh -huh. working with a reporter is a slightly different relationship. Ah, okay. Their role is usually more journalistic in nature. But just like an analyst, there are a few questions you should address before going on the air. Ask them what stories they are prepared to tell. Yeah, for Do they sure. Have a great note on an individual player. Yes. Can they offer more context on a matchup with a story? Have they dated anyone on the team? Also find a way to communicate off the air during the game. For example, let's say your sideline reporter notices a player goes back to the locker room with the trainer. Oh. Your reporter has an update. But how do you know they are prepared to give that update? Well, I mean... They can text or email you. Okay! The reporter may send a text or email that says, Hey, I just saw number 12 go into the locker room with ice on his arm. Oh! The play-by-play -play announcer can respond by replying, Great, I'll toss it down to you after this play. Great, I'll toss it down toss to you. To toss it! Love that. Let's toss it over. reporter has an update on a developing story from the sideline. It sounds like there might be a key injury down there. This creates an impression of synchronization on the broadcast. Right. production to the next level. Okay, uh, unit five. We're breezing through this, folks. This is going to be, this is great. Uh, so this is different mediums of play-by-play -play announcing. Some of the best play-by-play -play voices have writing backgrounds. Oh, that's surprising. This is unsurprising. Oh. Because the same pillars of strong writing can be found in okay. strong play-by-play -play Yes, okay, got it. Makes sense. Concise. The power of brevity is never more obvious mm -hmm. than when describing a fast-paced sport. Ooh, like the power of brevity. Brain. Love the that. Writing that down. The less words, the better you'll sound. Hmm, maybe. This is especially true on a visual medium. Right. Many television announcers will describe their role as writing captions for the pictures right. on the screen. The primary medium is the picture not your voice okay very interesting it's like an old wise wisdom from an old tree telling me all these wonderful things uh on a radio broadcast your voice is the medium correct i'm more of a, i'm you know 
more of a small. Um, therefore, you'll need to provide more details and information, but don't lose focus on being efficient. Too many words can detract from the picture you're trying to paint. Another helpful tip is to use the active voice, not the passive voice. This choice requires active verbs rather than passive verbs. It also aids your efforts to be concise. Okay. Uh, oh, these are radio broadcast play-by-play examples. Okay, they say this is good. Example of a good one. Johnson races to the hoop and slams it home. And then this one, is they say, is not good. Racing to the basket is Johnson, and he will slam it home. I agree, that's not very good. Okay, this is another example that's good, a good example. Uh, Smith slithers through the linebackers at the 30, bounces it outside of the midfield, darts back towards the numbers, and plus territory. And then this is the version that's not good. Smith is at the 30, now Smith is at the 50, now Smith will get it to the 45. <laughs> I mean, they're not, you know, they're not terrible. Um... Uh, it says, uh, all right, using present tense. Also take note that play-by-play announcers should be speak, should be speak. Okay, interesting. Error. Uh, should be speak in the present tense as often as possible. On radio, this gives the listener a feeling of action unfolding in real time. On television, it will force you to keep pace with the play on the screen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another video. Ooh, man. Pumps me up. Other great play-by-play announcers have backgrounds in acting or singing. Yes! This makes sense because play-by-play announcers and reporters share a common skill. They use their voice as an instrument. That's right. That's absolutely right. Okay. Uh, Proper inflection and tone. Beyond word choice, great play-by-play announcers should know how to use their inflection, their tone, their pacing, and their pauses. Inflection, tone, pacing, and pauses. Okay? Perfect. For example, if the game is tight and there's little time remaining, your inflection should reflect the high tension on the field slash court. On the other hand, if it's a lopsided score, then you shouldn't... then you shouldn't treat the final minutes or innings as if the game is on the line. Right, sure. It, has to, it, it is great to be enthusiastic, but a play-by-play announcer should never yell or scream. Hmm, okay, I'll work, maybe I'll work on that part. Uh, additionally, regardless of a team's performance or behavior, you should always speak in a respectful, measured tone. If emotions or tempers are high on the field, describe them, but do not match them. At the end of the day, respect the effort of all competitors and treat their performance, good or bad, with respect. God! I mean, it really is, it's very, it's very, uh, uh, inspiring. Um, so, okay, that's, that's unit five. So then we have three more after this, which I think we'll do tomorrow. Uh, right? Cause we're good on time. Yeah, perfect. All right. We're doing three, three, three units a day here, folks. And we are honestly sw- like sweeping through. Um, I think there's gotta be some sort of evaluation or, or quiz or, or something at the end of all this, but you know, whatever. I'm learning a lot regardless. Um, so, so thank y'all for, for listening. Oh, uh, uh, 646-844-2927 is the, is the phone number to call to leave me a voicemail. Uh, let me know how you think I'm doing, uh, in the class and mostly just me reading. I mean, you know what it is. Um, y'all know what it is. Uh, and anything else, you know, in sports or otherwise, if you got problems, the holidays, if you're stressed out and you got family stuff going on or you, I don't know. You, uh, you, you're, you got a lot of problems. Call me. Tell me about them. Tell, let me know. Let a guy. Let a brother. Let a guy know. Um. Anyhow, I will. Uh, I will get out of here <laughs> there, and I will see you tomorrow, everybody. So, uh, so stay safe, stay warm, and uh, and don't forget to play sports. Mm-hmm.